0: Off the Ball Daily A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball Didn't know anything about NBA or anything So it was such an education I mean, to be baptised in the sweat of Jordan It was extraordinary just seeing it
1: Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now The Football Daily on Off the Ball Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily I'm Phil Egan We'll start with what's next for the FAI and Stephen Kenny Ireland have three qualifiers to play in Group B of the Euro 2024 campaign two next month against Greece and Gibraltar then the Netherlands in November it remains to be seen if Stephen Kenny will take charge for those games but it's now a case of when the Ireland boss leaves the role and not if it appears former Ireland midfielder Lee Carsley is top of the FAI's wish list he's currently in charge of the England under-21s he recently won the European Championships but he's only on a rolling one-year contract with the English FA. David Connolly, who would have played alongside Carsey for Ireland, was on off the ball last night and said Sunday's defeat to the Dutch appeared to be the final straw for a lot of Irish fans, but he believes the players still want to play for Kenny.
0: You know, it seems like a lot of the goodwill has run out for Stephen, which is is a real shame because I think there was a lot of goodwill for Stephen to succeed. Um, You know, and the players do appear to be behind him, unlike without... I guess reading too much into the Vera Powell situation, but maybe the players didn't appear totally behind Vera Powell, whereas it looks like the players still are behind Stephen Kenny, even if you say, well, are the players misguided in that?
1: football writer for the Irish Independent Dan McDonnell was also on the show and he said whoever takes over will benefit from the young players that Stephen Kenny has capped something that could have hurt him in terms of the seedings this is where it costs you down the tracks like you know Ireland probably in
0: the in the early stages like their, their seeding was influenced by some of those early results yeah. now you can go down the COVID route and all of that but like you know there's these games very various sliding doors moments at various stages that could have just moved you a, a little bit higher up the ladder or got you a little." Bit of credit in the bank to to not make to not end up in as sort of stark a position now. Yeah. But uh, but I do think like that the the type of debuts he gave out, like you know, I think a lot of them are quite brave. Like bringing on a mobile medelli in Portugal off the bench for his debut when there was more experienced options to the bench. I don't think some previous managers would have done that. Oh, there's, you know, there's no chance. So they so um, you know, I think the, just the attempts to sort of compare some of those records. Sorry, I'm just honing on that point, but I don't think that's reflective now this is my point, I think the next manager that comes in will probably get players who have caps.
1: The FAI are due to hold a press conference on Thursday to respond to claims made by former Ireland boss Vera Pau that she was undermined in the role. Reports of a scheduled press conference from the FAI led to speculation it would address Stephen Kenny's future, but it'll be about Pau's exit and her parting shots. The FAI made that decision last month after receiving a full report on the team's World Cup qualification campaign, as well as the tournament itself. Ireland's under-21s are in action tonight. Jim Crawford's expected to make several changes for their European qualifier attempt at San Marino. Ireland started their Group A campaign last Friday with a dramatic 3-2 win over Turkey. Sinclair Armstrong will be available for tonight's game. The QPR forward joined back up with the squad yesterday after he made his senior debut off the bench against the Dutch on Sunday. There's talk the 20-year-old Dubliner is set to sign a new contract with QPR. Kickoff at Turner's Cross is half seven. Elsewhere, Scotland hosts England at Hampden Park and a friendly if such a thing exists between the two. The game is to celebrate the 150th anniversary of the oldest international fixture. Scotland could also qualify for the Euros tonight if Norway failed to beat Georgia in Group A. Last night in Group D, Wales won 2-0 away to Latvia. They're still fourth in the group, but they're only three points off top spot. Aaron Ramsey scored the first goal. David Brooks sealed the win with a late goal. That was his first goal for Wales since he recovered from cancer. And Wales defender Ben Davis says Brooks' return has had a big impact on the squad. Brooks has been an inspiration to us all, I think. To go through what he's been through, it's difficult to imagine how difficult it must have been for him and his family. But as a squad, we missed him. We missed him a lot. He's uh, not just his... Qualities on the pitch but his personality obviously is great around the place. Among the other games last night, Portugal beat Luxembourg 9-0 in Group J to maintain their 100% record in the qualifiers under new manager Roberto Martinez. Cristiano Ronaldo was suspended for that game. Another friendly to keep an eye on tonight is the meeting of Germany and France in Dortmund. Rudi Vollers in charge of the Germans on an interim basis. That after Hansi Flick was sacked over the weekend. Meanwhile, France international Paul Pogba could face a lengthy ban after failing a drugs test. The event midfielder returned a sample with elevated levels of testosterone after a Serie A match against Udinese last month. The 30-year-old was on the bench for that game. He didn't even feature. Pogba has been provisionally suspended by Juve pending the outcome of the process. His B sample will have to be checked but if found guilty a ban of between two and four years could be handed out. His agent says that Pogba never wanted to break the rules. Longford Towns say they're extremely confident an alleged racist remark made towards a Kerry player during last Friday's first division clash between the two teams did not occur. The nil-all draw was marred by a post-match altercation involving players from both sides, which followed an alleged racist remark made towards one of the Kerry players. Kerry boss Billy Denny said after the game that there was an unacceptable comment directed towards one of his players and that the club would go through all the proper channels and protect their player. A Lisbon court has handed a four year suspended prison sentence to Rui Pinto, the Portuguese man behind the Football League's website. ...for attempted extortion, illegal access to data and breach of correspondence. The 34-year-old set up the website in 2015. It was to share confidential documents such as transfer fees or deals between sports entities. Football League's data showed how some of the richest and most prominent figures in football avoided tax by channeling earnings offshore. The documents also provided some of the evidence that led to Manchester City's ban from the Champions League for an alleged breach of financial fair play rules. That ban was eventually overturned. Pinto was arrested in 2019 in Hungary. He was later freed from house arrest and put under witness protection. And Norway international midfielder Vilda Boa has completed a permanent move from Manchester United to Atletico Madrid. The 28-year-old moves to Spain following two years in England after signing for United in July 2021. While Canada international Adriana Leon, who scored the winner against Ireland at the World Cup, has also left United. She's joined Aston Villa ahead of the new Women's Super League season. The WSL transfer window will close on Thursday. The Football Daily on Off The Ball.